0: Hello there. This is Mr.
1: Tittles.
0: My what a ruckus these scarecrows are causing. It's quite an
1: amusing
2: sight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, where our four investigators will be thrown into the mystery and madness of Arkham, Massachusetts in the year 1921. I am your Mythos Master, Ariel, and today we're going to do the grossest thing you've ever smelled. And mine would have to be your rotten foot. Rotting foot? Rotting. Huh? It was pretty bad. Pretty bad.
3: While still attached to a person.
2: Alive, yeah. Well, the person was alive. The foot was not. Cool. Alive. Not anymore. Hmm. All right. Now let's introduce our investigators, starting with Aaron.
0: Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm going to play Trevor Montgomery, a.k.a. Lloyd Fowler. And the worst smell for me is latex masks freaking gross mm-hmm. like when you put one on, brand new ones like the used ones is not bad, but like the brand new ones
3: used ones that people have been breathing and sweating Yeah, yeah. too bad
2: <laughs> no, that's not bad at all <laughs>
3: uh, well, my name is Mark I'll be playing the investigator known as Marcellus O'Neill and the worst smell I have ever smelled uh, would be the pit in a grain bin um, where the augers are at the bottom, well, they're square, not exactly round. So corn piles up at the bottom of the pits and starts to rot due to the moisture. And let me tell you what, when you're shoveling those pits out, they smell very, very bad.
0: We can tell you're from the Midwest. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Michelle. I play Millie Oakley. Uh, investigative journalist, and the stinkiest thing I've smelled are my kids' feet. His feet are nasty.
2: I second that. Mm.
3: Yeah. You you left one thing out of your title, though. Oh. The shooter of party members.
4: Oh, no. No, you're mistaken. You're oh.
3: delusional. You're I'm you not were, you were not in, in the a... bullet hole. It's, it's
4: no, I'm not saying he was delusional on getting shot. He he just was delusional on who shot him. The, it was a very confusing moment and you got mixed up. It's okay. I yeah, forgive you.
3: The for, World for War me. 1 veteran is confused <laughs> on one gunshot. There, there was a
4: lot going on. There was a lot going on. There wasn't really. There was really But wasn't. now I can
3: add another bullet wound to my other shoulder.
0: See, now so I, I helped cooler. you. Oh, uh, anyway,
1: I am Daniel. I'm playing Fred Lyons, a parapsychologist, and I would say one of the worst smells I've smelled has been when you change a propane tank on a forklift. If you get the propane smell, because it smells like rotten eggs, so you know what that smells like.
2: All right, let's get started. It's been about a month since we last left off. Your wound, Marcellus, has been healed. Everyone's sanity that they've lost is now back. Things have quieted down from the asylum. And we will pick it up with you, Trevor. It is about 5 p.m. And I'm assuming you would be lounging. Probably at my house, yeah. Okay. So you're not at your office. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Will you get a phone call?
0: So I'm gonna pick it up Okay Hello
2: Boss there's somebody that's here Needs to speak to you mm. Says it's urgent
0: Well who the hell is it?
2: Uh Mr. Stymac.
0: The name does not ring a bell
2: Well I I don't know you just asked who it was So I told you
0: I'll be there in a few minutes
2: Alright Thanks Hang on. Okay
0: I'm gonna go get in the Phantom And drive down there
2: Okay yeah, You get to your office And there's An older gentleman With overalls Dirty shirt Underneath it Sitting down
0: Mr. Steinbach, I presume
2: Oh yes Thank you for seeing me This this is pretty important Well I'd like to hire you If you can You see I need protection On my farm Okay Well Someone's trying to break into my house I don't know who it is I can't Can't see very well Especially in the dark Seems like there's a couple of them, at least. And they like to bang on my door, and it seems like well, they try to open the door. Of course I keep it locked. And the strangest thing, too. They like to move my dang scarecrows. It's dumb, I know. Nothing seems to be taken from outside Just my scarecrows have been moved
0: So what you're saying is these Miscreants Haven't caused any sort of damage to your property
2: Not yet, but they sure One inside And I'm not as young as I used to be I'm the only one on my farm
0: Hmm well I'd say for About a week's worth How does $50 sound? Oh, that's,
2: that's That's kind of awful lot I'll see what I can do
0: Well How much are you willing to pay?
2: Well I was hoping you'd say around 2025. I don't want to lowball you, though. Mm.
0: Well, I think I can gather a group for about 20.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, mind you, this is only a week.
2: Well, well of course. I mean, if you catch them and scare them off, well... Then we won't need a week, Hopefully.
0: Right. You go ahead and leave your address with my secretary, and I'll be there within the next day.
2: Okay. I'll do that. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. He turns around and leaves the office.
0: Okay. So now... I would like to get on the phone and call to the warehouse. Okay. And I want to speak to my head guy out there.
2: Okay. So you get on the phone, you call, and one of your workers answers, and you tell him you want to speak to Big Bob. And a few seconds goes by, and... and guy gets on the phone. What's up, boss?
0: I need you to take a couple cars around and pick up Fred, the annoying reporter Millie, and our new friend, Marcellus. Bring them around the mansion immediately.
2: Gotcha, boss.
0: I'm just going to hang up. Okay. I'm gonna get in my car
2: and I'm gonna go home. Okay. Go to Fred. So it's about a little after five now. And you are you home? Would you be home?
1: Yeah, cause if I my ghost stuff probably at nighttime anyways, and then whatever they have me do at the asylum with patients. So
2: okay. Oh, you hear a knock on your door.
1: Who is bothering me now? I hope it's not kids. I'm going to go answer the door.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Montgomery sent for you. You're coming with me.
1: Is this guy like a big burly guy? Yeah. Let me grab my briefcase. Hurry up. (laughs) knocked the fuck out by the briefcase. No, no. no. It's got my stuff in it. No, I'll grab the briefcase. It's probably already packed like normal. And I'll just I guess follow him. I'll make sure I lock my door.
2: (laughs) Okay. So you get he opens the back door of the car for you and you get in and you take off.
1: Yeah, because if he doesn't say anything to me on the way there, I'm just going to stay silent.
2: Yeah, he's not talking to you. Good, I'm going
1: to stay awkwardly silent.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll cut to Millie. You're at home, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay, you have... Your telephone starts ringing. Uh, I'll answer it. Hello? Hey, Millie. It's Ruth. Hey, Ruth, what's up? I've got some gossip for you. You want to hear it? Uh, sure do. So, I've been hearing of a haunted farm. A haunted farm? Yeah! We'll the old, me. uh, the old Steinbachs farm. What about it? What's happening? Oh, well, I've heard rumors that those scarecrows, they walk around at night. Ooh, that sounds really good. What, I mean, like, by themselves, or? Yeah, that's what they're saying, that they're ghosts. Walking around in the Scarecrows. In the Scarecrows. Oh, it's all over town. I'm surprised you haven't heard it. People have seen it? Well, not exactly.
4: Well, then how do they know they're actually haunted? Well,
2: I heard it from my other good friend's sister's husband's cousin.
4: <laughs> oh, well, that's a reliable source.
2: Well, of course
4: she is. Hey, okay, okay, all right. Well, you know, i I'll go check it out.
2: Okay. I'll let you know. I what thought I... you would like to know. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't heard it.
4: I I've been busy with some other things. Oh, is on.
2: there is there a man in the picture? here? I've heard <laughs> about you and uh, Dr. Lyons.
4: Uh, nope, that's just my friend. We're good. Oh, that's not what the word is around town. Oh, like the word about the scarecrows walking around by themselves? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, No, that's not a thing.
2: All of a sudden you hear a knock on the door.
4: Uh, Ruth, I gotta go. There's somebody at my door. But I'll let you know if I find anything out.
2: Okay. Make sure you call me first. You know I will. <laughs> She hangs up the phone. Is
0: Ruth that like a an really annoying fucking friend that you just keep around because they have good gossip? Apparently.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, It's Ruth. Tell her I have a toothache or something. I, I can't deal with
2: it. We're a thing. I can't even remember what I said. Sisters, boyfriends, husbands, <laughs> cousins, I don't even remember. <laughs> anyway. So you hear the... There's another knock on your door. A little more urgent this time. Who is it? Nothing. <laughs> uh, who is it? Now, no more urgent knock on the door. Who is it? Finally, you hear a man's voice. I'm here to take you to Mr. Montgomery. Open your door. Uh, Yeah, because I'm just going to comply. What does he want?
4: Well, you're going to find out. Uh, Yeah, because that makes me want to open the door. What does Mr. Montgomery want?
2: <laughs> he
4: wants you at his mansion right now. That doesn't sound safe i think um i'll stay here and he can call me
2: do you keep your door locked
4: yes (laughs) do you though while you're home yeah she's a reporter she keeps her door locked some people just don't like her
3: Sounds like somebody's gonna get, have to get their door replaced pretty Gosh,
1: soon. I'll
4: have my boyfriend Fred fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Because he's not
1: hardware oriented.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, as you're standing there, your door gets kicked in. Okay, nope. And a big, burly man. Uh,
4: I'm gonna go to my room to grab my revolver.
2: What's your movement speed?
4: Uh,
2: nine. Okay. Well, as you turn around to leave, he comes chasing after you. Now, are you walking or you're sprinting? Oh, no, I'm running. Okay. So. (laughs) I'm gonna run into the bedroom, dive
4: across the bed, pull open the little drawer next to my bed, and grab my revolver.
2: Do you have to roll for that?
3: Too bad, I actually, economy is not going to let you do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's that's great. Sounds fantastic, but you have a movement and an action, so your action uh. to would be to so move, dive on the bed.
3: Next turn, open, grab. You're yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: so I'm screwed. Yeah, so you <laughs> get into your room and dive on your bed, and he grabs you. Can I kick him? You can try. In faith? Not, not after gravity. I mean, you'd have to like...
3: You have to be very
2: flexible. So is he behind me? <laughs> yeah, he's got his Scorpion arms kick. on. He's can starting I, to move away. Can I try away. to kick, him,
4: kick my foot up backwards into his groin?
2: You could probably kick his knee or shins. Oh! I got a 22 out of 25. Nice. <laughs> Roll me some damage
0: I really am going to have to hire new help after this one
2: <laughs> It's a D3 plus damage bonus One Okay, well you got a good Solid kick in, but it doesn't He doesn't flinch, he just keeps I'm going to scream He covers your mouth, you can let out a scream <laughs> He's using His turn to go
3: Drag you out of the house Yeah. <laughs> can
2: I bite him now? Yeah, you can try now
4: would that be fighting in... Yep. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's a seven.
2: Okay, well, you g- you bite his hand, but it's pretty calloused. So <laughs> it doesn't really do a lot of damage. And now with this time, he has moved into the car, shut the door, locked it. And you're off. <laughs> now we will go to Marcellus. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> says about five o'clock at night mm-hmm. yeah he'll be um at the park um he'll be um playing his cello um <clears throat> I am going to roll for it I'm gonna make it a hard check because um a bullet to the shoulder would surely affect his playing
2: actually roll me a disadvantage on that because the wound mm-hmm. isn't really like exactly healed all your muscles and everything in there and that's what you're using to play so go ahead and roll me disadvantage on that you okay. Uh
3: well with the disadvantage and everything I got a total of 15
2: so. Okay. so it still sounds great it hurts a little bit but you managed to play through the pain and it sounds wonderful And you're sitting there playing, and a car pulls up. In the Marcellus?
3: I'm um, still playing. <laughs> like, I'm not answering him. I'm playing and kind of just ignoring him for a second.
2: Okay. Well, he's going to keep talking. Mm-hmm. Mr. Montgomery needs to see you ASAP.
3: And he'll finish his uh, song he was playing. And uh, pick his stuff up. And um, what exactly uh, does he need?
2: I don't know exactly. I was just told to get you and take you to his mansion.
3: All right. Well, let's go. He'll put his cello up and uh, get in the car. Okay. Back seat. All right. And now for commercial break, brought to you by Terry's Toasters, tastiest toasters with Terry's.
4: Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the modus files. We can be found on any enclave sanction network, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your pit boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out
3: And now back to our regularly scheduled program.
2: Okay, so all three of you happen to pull up to the mansion. They go and open your door for you. And you three happen to see each other coming out of these cars.
3: I'm bringing my cello case along with me.
2: Okay.
1: I'm bringing my briefcase.
4: <laughs> okay. I'm sitting there all pumpy. <laughs>
3: well, you don't look too excited.
2: No, I'm not. The guy says, get out of the car. No. So he goes around.
3: You know, you're already here. You might as well just listen to him, right?
2: And he tries to pick you up out of the car, but you're kind of wiggling a little too much for him.
3: You know, I bet if I were to shoot you, you'd get out of the car real quick, wouldn't you?
4: Probably.
3: Yeah, so.
4: Or not at all, because if you shoot me, you could just die. Well, I mean,
1: that's true.
3: But at least it'd be even somewhere, you know, you shot me.
4: I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm.
2: Okay, so as you're sitting there chit-chatting, the guy grabs you and rips you out of the car.
1: You're
3: welcome. Hey, Fred, you remember she shot me, right? You remember (laughs) that clearly, right?
4: Listen, I tried to help you. (laughs) You wouldn't let me put first aid on it. Yeah,
3: because you shot me.
4: It wasn't like I did it on purpose. Next
3: time I tell you to run, what are you going to do?
4: Help you? Run. I think she might shoot
2: you again.
3: (laughs) That's what I'm afraid of.
2: Next time I'll use a bat or something. All right, enough chit-chatting. Let's go. All right. So, two of the guys go towards the door says, follow me. The other one's carrying you, Millie.
4: (laughs) Am I, I, like, draped like little kid style you know when they flip them up over their shoulder
2: (laughs) no just a
4: bear hug
2: and you get to the door and they walk in and take you to where Mr. Montgomery is and when you get there the guy holding you Millie drops you
4: thanks for kidnapping me
2: (laughs) the three of them walk off
3: Well, this is a nice place you got here. Who'd you steal it from?
0: You believe that I stole
3: this? (laughs) Yeah. There's no way you bought
0: this. I paid cash.
3: Where'd you steal the cash from?
0: No theft here. Ah, we're not here to discuss my...
3: Sure. Financial background?
0: Or my home. What we're here to discuss is a business proposition. Please have a seat. Sherry, wine, scotch. No, fine.
4: I'll take the bottle.
1: Mm. Scotch is well, fine.
0: So I'm going to go to the liquor cabinet. Okay. In the drawing room. And I'm going to pour a... Oh, I'm going to pour two glasses of scotch. And I'm going to grab a bottle of sherry. Okay. And I'm going to bring it back. And I'm going to hand him his glass. Thank you. And I'm going to hand her the bottle with an eye roll.
4: Hey, you kidnapped me. The least you can do is provide a bottle of wine.
3: <laughs> are you always this
4: picky? Why am I being... I, I'm not picky.
1: Fred's nodding, yes. <laughs> how wow, do, how do you, you are. How do you live with her anyway? I don't live with her. Why well, oh. you're my friend. No, yeah, I believe he was implying that we live in the same house. So,
4: you also implied
1: Enough like- idle chatter.
0: <laughs> Let's get down to business, shall we? Oh, Brass tacks.
4: I-, I need not. you to help me pop the cork on this.
0: Yeah, big girl, you figured out. Wow,
3: you don't have any bullet wounds on your shoulder, do you?
4: Will the cork fit in there? Can I pop it?
0: <laughs> At any rate, how does a hundred dollars a week sound to y'all? For what? We'll get no. to the brass tacks. No, no,
4: no, no. I ain't making a deal with you till I Do know what the deal Do you want $100 a week? Well, who doesn't want $100 a week? Good. Sounds fantastic. I didn't say.
0: What about you?
1: I guess.
3: <laughs>
0: right. So Job simple. From now on, you work for me. Directly for me. Miss Millie, none of the papers you write are written without my approval prior. You nope. understand me? Mr. Fred, you are on call for me. Any reason whatsoever I need you, you will pick up that phone and you will respond immediately. Do you understand me? Sure. Good. And of course, you, Marcellus.
3: You know where to find me.
0: Keep your nose out of trouble. And of course, when I call, you come. Sounds like a good deal.
3: I don't have a phone.
0: Well, then I will send a driver.
3: Say you know where to find me.
0: Good, now that we're down to the finer details, let's get down to our first job. I have a gentleman who has come to me and asked for protection. And since this gentleman cannot afford to find a protection of my, shall we say, quality, it goes without saying that men need paid. The better they are, the more expensive they are. I can't afford to keep overhead and the bill for every Tom, Dick, and Harry who walks through this place. So you three and myself will be going to a farm for the week. A
3: farm?
4: For a week? It's like stay there?
0: Yes, Miss Millie. Is this a problem? Were you looking for a five star hotel?
4: No, I don't have a problem staying on a farm. I'm staying with you at a farm for a week yes for what what what's the purpose of this
0: we'll get down to that in a moment we'll be staying there as I uh, my new client is having issues with somebody trying to break into his homestead we're going to catch these ruffians and we're going to bring them to justice ourselves
4: what are they doing that's my question
0: not a whole lot at the moment sounds like they're just trying to scare the poor gentleman.
4: Who's the gentleman, may I ask?
0: The gentleman's name is Mr. Stymac. Stimak? You mean
3: the rumor I've been hearing about some haunted scarecrows?
4: Yeah, I received a phone call about that this afternoon. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, this is the first I've heard of that. But oh, shit. This is gonna be fun, yes, the gentleman's scarecrows are being moved on a nightly basis from these ruffians. That's about the only form of so-called vandalism that seems to be happening. Now, we've seen some rather peculiar things ourselves, as of recent. But I am not prepared to admit scarecrows moving around and ghostly apparitions. That's crazy.
4: There's a logical explanation. Of course.
0: And we're going to get to the bottom of it. I'm sure there's a few punks running around and causing issues. We'll get down to the bottom of that. We'll take care of these hoodlums and be on our way. Easy job.
3: Now, when you say take care of them...
0: Meaning we're going to talk to them, take them back to their parents, and ensure that they are disciplined appropriately. Mr. Marcellus, I need you to understand one thing, one thing only. Mm -hmm. Boston may do things a certain way, but here in Arkham, we are, and I repeat, we are family in this city. These people are my people. These people were here for me when I needed them the most. And I will ensure that they are protected and financially stable at all costs. Life should be taken as a last resort. You say so. At any rate, do we have ourselves an agreement?
4: Yeah, I'm going to be there anyway.
0: Good. Sure. I'm going to snap my fingers is the signal for the man with all the
4: checks to come forward. And uh, I can I get my door replaced too? What do you
0: need your door replaced for?
4: Because your man that you sent to get me kicked it in.
0: Seems awfully rough
3: for uh, a family crew. I'm looking at
0: the guy who brought the checks. Oh,
2: he's, oh, the guy that brought the checks. Yes,
0: boss. Which gentleman retrieved Millie
2: I'm not sure I'll go find out for you So he leaves the room And Maybe a minute or so comes by And then big burly guy comes in Mm -hmm. What you need boss
0: Miss Millie Yes I'm going to hand her A baton
4: uh, what's
0: this for? Well, the way I see it, knife or not,
2: <clears throat> I just want my door replaced. But what are you talking about, boss?
0: I'm gonna completely ignore him.
3: What are you talking about? Are you talking? She could beat the shit out of him. Precisely. I'm not. You know playing. what? You owe me one. Can I just shoot him in the leg?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't. I don't understand what I but I did.
3: Did you kick this young lady's door in?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I did. Why? Because she wasn't coming. She was, I told her the boss needed her. And I said, he can call me. Yeah, that wasn't part of the plan. You plan was to go yeah. and retrieve you. And I went and retrieved her. You didn't think to ad lib a little bit and just kind of ignore it. You know, well,
3: well what's ad lib? You, you know, know what? I'm not kinda even
4: kind of beat him up. I just
2: want my door
3: fixed. Go with the flow, as it were. You know, give up. Talk to the boss about it.
2: Well, he'd have been real mad at me if I did that.
0: You Would can- you been mad?
2: My boss gave an order. I have to. <clears throat> I have to fulfill it.
0: I'm pretty sure my men have questioned me on several occasions. Yeah. All of which were reasonable questions, but not one time have I become irritated or angry with them. So it seems we have in our midst a buffoon.
2: I was thinking baboon. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I believe we have two options here since Miss Millie does not want to break some fucking kneecaps.
4: Well, uh, No. No, just want my door fixed.
0: Either it will come out of your wages. Or you'll find a way to replace that door yourself. Am I understood? Yes, boss. Ms. Millie, so we're under an understanding. When I call, you will come.
4: As long as it's a reasonable request.
0: Oh no, there's no such thing as that. I am paying you $100 a week to be employed by myself. So if I call, I am expecting you to come.
4: Is the baboon going to pick me up?
0: I will choose a different baboon, so to speak.
4: For now, this I is thought reasonable. I you called me buffoon. They're
3: interchangeable in a sense, boy. Oh, just walk okay. away.
4: Does he even know
2: the difference?
0: Figure out how you're going to fix it within the week.
2: Yes, sir. He turns around and walks away.
0: So we're under understanding. For now, yes. Good. Then, to save ourselves time, with your permission, I will have my men gather your belongings and bring them to the mansion. And you will stay here for the evening. We'll head out first thing in the morning.
4: I got
3: everything I need right here.
0: Good. You will be changing those clothes, I hope.
4: Uh So is it possible for me to go get a change of clothes? I
3: I mean, yeah, I'll need one change.
0: Well, That's you will I mean. find in each one of your rooms accommodating clothing. I've taken upon myself to purchase appropriate wear for you.
1: Hmm.
3: How'd you know my size?
0: Like yourself. There's many things I know.
4: (laughs) That's weird.
0: At any rate, I will have my men show you to your rooms. Is there anything else you request of me this evening as you are guests in my home?
4: Well, what's for dinner?
0: Glad you asked. I'm gonna look to uh envelope man.
2: (laughs) Is there something specific you would like me to prepare? Yes. Surf and turf. How
4: about that? Pizza rolls. <laughs> pizza rolls
0: didn't exist in the 1920s. I What's a pizza, I a pizza roll. roll?
2: We'll invent <laughs> them now.
0: Actually, you you just be surprised, roll, you'll be
2: surprised. a lot of cookies. things in the 1920s. Though. Peanut butter cookie. <laughs> Gaston would approve. Wrong podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Peanut well. butter doesn't exist in Cthulhu. Not <laughs> at all.
2: What's oh, yeah. peanut butter? <laughs> no.
0: Anyway. Right. We will have ourselves a fine surf and turf meal. Have the chef's prepare.
2: He just nods at you and walks away.
0: Do you get a music room in here somewhere? I do indeed.
2: Hmm.
0: I'll wave over one of the other butlers.
2: Okay. They walk over.
0: Would you kindly show Mr. Marcellus to the music room?
3: It's O'Neill. Uh, Mr. O'Neill. Marcellus is the first name.
0: Well, good. Now that we're properly acquainted, Mr. O'Neill to the music room.
3: And, I mean, we're going to be perfectly honest. Marcellus isn't my real name.
0: <laughs> well, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> what would you like me to refer to you as?
3: Uh, my real name is Miles. Miles Heminger.
0: Mm. Well, Mr. Heminger.
3: That's Major
0: Major Heminger
3: Yes, Major Heminger
0: Hmm. Well, we're going to have six name changes here Yep
3: (laughs) Well, I had to feel out the area Make sure I was going to be safe And after realizing all your boys are a bunch of pushovers I'm pretty sure I'm I'm perfectly safe around here
0: Well, Major Welcome Music room will be shown to you accordingly.
3: But if we ever do travel to Boston, you will call me Marcellus. I'll say that one.
0: Agreed. And you will call me Trevor. His group.
2: The butler looks at you and...
0: I'll follow him.
2: Okay.
3: And that will be my... Evening is just playing in the music room.
2: All right. So you guys do your own thing. You get dinner served to you. And after having eaten, you guys are sitting there relaxing and possibly chit chatting with each other.
0: Right. As I said, we will start in the morning unless anyone else has a better idea.
3: Um,. I'll go whenever, you, whenever you're whenever you ready. Fine with me. I'm going to go play some more tonight, though.
0: Is so. Millie, what's your vote?
4: I'll go with what he wants to do.
0: That morning it is. Well, I will be retiring myself as it is late in the evening. Do enjoy yourselves, and my home is yours. Mm-hmm. I would ask that you stay away from my dwellings. However, go to all.
1: Mm.
0: So I am going to go to my room. I'm going to get changed, and I'm going to use the secret passage to go to the music room.
2: Okay. So you get into the music room, and Marcellus is presumably playing his cello. Yes. Hmm.
0: I'm just going to sit down and listen
2: Okay, roll me a performance At a disadvantage so. uh, There's a 28 with disadvantage Okay And he performs beautifully
0: I'm going to wait till he's done with his performance
3: Yep, and I'll finish up And you see him kind of roll his shoulder And like feel where he got shot
0: that is some beautiful music, friend. I like So, I'm going to walk over to the liquor cabinet and pour myself another scotch.
2: You a liquor cabinet in every, every room? fucking
0: room, baby.
3: <laughs> Might as well.
0: And I'm going to offer you one. No, I'm fine. So, Major, huh? Yeah.
3: With the. Uh, her mag- or His Majesty's. Uh, Royal Army I was over in London I um, graduated from the Royal Academy of Music in 1902
0: so why is it you don't speak with a English accent
3: because I'm American I was born and raised in Virginia I showed promise. Um, my folks saved every penny they had to, uh, send me overseas once I graduated.
0: That is an oddity. I, uh,
3: got in to the Academy barely, but I, once I got in, they showed my, they seen my, uh, potential for music and, uh, I studied and graduated <clears throat> and from there I uh, got a job playing for the London Symphony Orchestra hmm.
1: that's
3: where I met my wife um, we got married war broke out and to keep her safe uh, we sold our home I sent her overseas back to America and um, I served the whole time. Got shot once, got patched up, sent back to the Western Front. Got shot again, sent back to Western. Went back and healed. Sent back to the Western Front. And during a charge, I caught a knife to the ribs, and uh, they also got me the scar right behind my ear. that was near the end of the war right there Uh, I was in a hospital bed when the war ended I was sent back home and I uh, got to see my wife again and the night that uh, I got home and got to see her that's when uh, that's when she got shot I've been playing music because that's the only thing I can remember her by. She was a violinist. We sat almost next to each other and uh, she could play way better than I ever could. She uh, graduated from some academy um, up north somewhere, north London. It's almost impossible to get into unless you have some really rich parents and uh, She's next to royalty, let's say. Her parents weren't too excited when they hooked up with the Yank. But, uh... No, that's how I learned how to play cello. And, uh... I keep playing because... I uh, have the dream of going back to London. Hopefully getting my job back. Well... Maybe putting all this, uh... Bullshit behind me as soon as I can drop the habits...
0: Well Let's see how far we can get you then huh friend There's something we need to discuss And that is You know An awful lot About myself Except Your real name The truth Yeah so since you were oh-so-honest with me, I think it's time i be oh-so-honest with you. I, clearly, my father is not Alistair Montgomery.
3: I kind of figured as much.
0: Godfather. But uh, not my real father. Hmm. No, my real father was Marcus Thompson. Hmm. Famous hitman for the Boston Mafia. Name sound familiar long story short we fled here after they tried to have him whacked
3: as is their way
0: and he worked out some sort of deal with Alistair well once they accomplished their mission Alistair took it upon himself to raise me since Alistair couldn't have kids of his own I was the next in line now for my own safety and promises made I can't really give you my real name but I'll give you the story okay that should be enough to keep the trust between us yeah well I'm going to retire for good this time if there's anything you need just let me know
3: one word of warning boy I can see you got the best intentions but one thing I don't think you realize is this whole mafia gangster lifestyle exactly what it is to some of these guys. It's a lifestyle. It's not a charity case for some of them. They love to the steal them. The guns, the drug running, the car chases. They live for that shit. I'm just saying that there's going to be Some guy walk in here that's going to offer him that. What happens when these brutish types want to use their muscle and they're punished for doing what they thought was right at the time? They're going to start stepping up against you. If you're too too soft to see that or too soft to stop it, you're going to find yourself on the wrong end of a gun. That's exactly what I'm aiming to stop. That's why I'm trying to bring down mafias completely because you might have the best intentions that's actually how the mob got started in Boston and in New York it started to you know to run expensive stuff behind the port authorities to get the stuff to the you know poor people and the people in need but once they realized they could make money off of it they got corrupted too quickly
0: I appreciate your concern And I have thought about that Which is why The people on my payroll Have never been in the mafia They're just locals And if they get a little too sideways Well me and the sheriff have ways of taking care of that
3: That's another thing Pushing the uh, The authority around The way you do Telling them what they do, what they can't do. How long do you think they're going to take it before they get tired of it? Before they get to realizing that why should they listen to you? You're not authority. You have no authority over them. The chief and the sheriffs have all the authority they need.
0: We have a mutual respect and a mutual, shall we say, goal the only thing we want for Arkham is what's best and if at any point in time the sheriff deems that I am not what's best for Arkham trust his judgment and I will happily step down
1: well
3: let's just hope that uh, you're actually willing to do that when time comes and power don't uh, take over you
0: good night Good sir,
3: not I'm
0: gonna retire to the bed.
3: Okay. I'm gonna keep playing. <clears throat>
2: okay. Millie, as you retire to your room. Yeah. Okay. Fred.
1: Gonna get out the kit. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: To <laughs> <laughs> go see if there's any ghosts in this house.
2: Okay. You're walking around, seems like most everyone had went to bed, but there's still some men walking around, and they're giving you a really weird look. They don't stop you.
1: It's probably nothing new for me.
2: (laughs) And it was a quiet night. You don't find anything.
1: Of course, as always. Last house was (laughs) the same way. (laughs) So I'll eventually go to bed after being disappointed.
2: Okay. Eventually you all go to bed and you fall asleep. And you all happen to have a dream. And in the dream it's pretty dark. You don't see much till you see a window. And it's lit by a candle. You see this black shape bust the window in. And you hear screaming. And that's where we're going to end it tonight.
3: (laughs) Bad dreams.
2: (laughs) All right. That's the end of the episode. Thanks everyone for listening and tune in next week. Hey everybody, this is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high.
3: In today's news, Mr. Franklin has fresh jams and jellies available at the Farmer's Market. Be sure to check that out and get some while supplies last. Little Jack Hampton won first place at today's Fishing Derby. Tony Thompson came in second, and little Annie McIntosh won third. Everyone should go out to the town picnic this weekend and enjoy the beautiful weather. That's all for the day, folks. Be careful out there.
2: Long gone are the days where people sing about West Virginia as Almost Heaven. After nuclear war and disease, it's Far From Heaven now. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story podcast, is a tale of survival, conflict and hope set in the Fallout 76 game world. Join our survivors on their journey to reach that Almost Heaven once more. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon and many other great podcasts and apps. Far From Heaven. Fallout 76 story, available now.